Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody, welcome to episode 113, that is one, one, three. It is the Express and Star Wolves Podcast. I'm your host Nathan Judah and joining me through the process of sound waves and tinternet. Uh, coming in from uh, apartment 16, 11 Staffordshire Place, Stafford ST16 2DH, mobile number 0796. It's Mr. Timothy Adam Spears. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Good afternoon, all right. How's it going? Yeah, good, good, good. Just uh, just chilling. Uh, I should just give the... Um Gave the address of the Stafford Job Centre Plus, which, which we might be... Uh, <laughs> I wonder what that was. <laughs> might be stood outside come uh, come Wednesday afternoon following <laughs> Tuesday night's uh, live podcast. Uh, how good. the devil are you? Uh, yeah, good, yeah. Just uh, chilling in the flat. Doctors is on in the background, on mute. Oh, have, you, um, have you ever watched any of them? No, never in my life, no. Um, you honestly haven't, you? I don't, oh, know how no, things, no, no. I don't know how... Who watches that kind of daytime TV? I mean, has it, got, has it got a decent audience? I can't believe they keep on going. I'm surprised it's still going. I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to put people out of work, but no, of course time, not. No, it's time to end it. I feel like um, I feel like there's an explosion that, that will be needed in in, in the hospital. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> dramatic, dramatic. Don't explosion. That out of context. There's a lot. There's a lot of Hollyoaks slash Coronation Street slash EastEnders rejects. I feel that end up at Doctors Daytime TV. You know, haven't haven't quite made it. In fact, um, give me a call, Doctors, in uh, <laughs> 2020. I am. Um, I once had a massive um, daytime TV phase. Binge. Um, just, just watching. I used to just watch Challenge TV constantly. Oh really? What like Takeshi's Castle? That kind Takeshi's of thing. Castle. Or... Weird of Fortune. Catchphrase. Bruce's Price is Right. Oh, well, yeah. You, you no, bet. Not yeah, you. You. You bet. You bet, Matthew Kelly. Well, not anymore. Oh no! No. 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 Um, Good then, show yeah. though. <laughs> There's a lot of good shows from John Regis used to go on every just... week for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> every time I watch Brilliant. it, John Regis is on it. Oh, um, yeah, no, there's a lot of good shows that we're not we can't watch anymore because of because of recent allegations and um, prison sentences. We're yes. going go into last week's territory here, but there's, there's lots of good music you can't listen to anymore either. Oh, Tom Little Bottom. Oh dear, unbelievable! Um, yeah. Look, um, how was how was your weekend? How how was London, son? Have you has your has your belly digested that knocky yet? I mean, you must have had enough to feed the five thousand. Um, last seen rolling down Fulham Fulham Road. <laughs> um, have, you, have you have you managed to uh, have you managed to get it out of your system one way or the other? Genuinely, all jokes aside, mm. I didn't enjoy the match as much as I, as I would have done normally. So I, just, I just wanted to go to sleep. Because <laughs> you were full of Macedon meatballs. <laughs> no, that that blue cheese, creamy sauce with the with the golden texture of the gnocchi. I mean, it was it was absolutely divine. Oh, Marks and Spencer's voiceover lady hasn't got a patch on you. <laughs> no, it was very good. I didn't eat as much as Joe Edwards, obviously. Oh, I, I, do you know what? He's coming. To, he's coming today. Bless him. And he's gone to Boots for a healthy meal. And, and because he's you know twenty two. I mean, he's twenty two. I mean, he's not twenty two. He's about twenty eight. But he says he's twenty two. Um, he's rocked him and he's like, oh, I've got, I've gone, I've gone really healthy here. And he comes back and he's got, 
He's got a chicken Caesar wrap that's at least 650 calories, yeah. some sugary energy energy drink, and uh, what did he have for his um, side? Oh, I've gone for the Rustler's, Rustler's chips because, or oh, crisps, because um, it says that they're uh, 40% less fat. Ah, the innocence of youth. Oh, unbelievable, isn't it? Absolutely ins- astonishing. But, I've, been um, playing, um, I've been playing Crash Bandicoot for about four hours today, so this is, is a it, nice, is it, nice welcome it, relief. Isn't that, again, um, a very retro game, Crash, yes. Crash Bandicoot? Yes. All, well, all the, all the old Crash Bandicoots have been um, re- redone for PlayStation 4 at, at, at the price of £30 for three games. Oh, that was quite a bargain. Um, I mean, I don't know how you find the time to, to play a new computer. I can't remember the last time I played on my computer. Uh, well, you're, you're married. Yeah. It's, it's, more, it's more just searches now at 1.30am. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, I hope Alana's listening. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding, love. Um, oh, that was awkward. No, sorry, I lost you. I that lost... was awkward and not convincing. I know, I lost you. I lost you there. I couldn't hear you. I couldn't hear you because you, you, you killed. You went out. You went out of range, that's why. Um, what else is happening? Uh, I don't know. What's, what's happening with you? Um, just prepping for the big game, Bebe, on Saturday. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. For, it is exciting, isn't it? I mean, Chelsea was exciting, but it's almost like it was just... Like, in, in, in recent years gone by, it had been, like, one of the highlights of the season where it's almost like, get this out of the way, a bit of a trip to London because the big game's, the big game's a week away. I, um... Yeah, totally. I, I did this this thing for the for the name drop, uh, BBC, last no, night. And you, with, and you with, love a name drop, by the way. With, with name drop Chris Stark... Right uh, of Radio One fame and Peter Crouch podcast fame, brother and of John Stark. <laughs> you know nothing, Nathan. <laughs> you know. Um, and it, it was yeah, just like for a show they're doing this week. I was supposed to be going on Swedish Eurosport tomorrow. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> I mean, they must be desperate. They, uh. they must have gone through every player in Wolves' history. Oh, team, team, and, team. And, and nobody phoned them back. <laughs> oh, it's. <laughs> Just Google Wolves Express. Oh, who's, who's this idiot? Tim Spears. We'll get him on camera. That'll fill fill two minutes. Yeah, Jimmy Bradshaw said that they, they wasn't available, so they come to you. But yeah, no, the whole the whole um, there's there's a lot of attention on Wolves this weekend. I think um, more than, more than most of the clubs, to, to, to be honest, from a national yeah. point of view, everyone sees this as a huge opportunity for an outsider to do something special in the cup. Very much. So. I mean, yeah, it is, it is very exciting. I, th- I think cup, has cup fever hit yet? Has it hit? Well, has it, it has. No, hit? massively. I mean, it's. I mean, it's a sellout. It's gonna. Be, it's gonna be on BBC. I mean, it's the game of the weekend. Mm. It's, it was. It was first picked from the BBC. Wolves are planning. You know, a massive uh, pre-match shenanigan celebration. Malarkey. Fireworks and all. Uh, I would have thought so. Um, so fireworks it, back. Uh, Do you think fireworks will be back? It, the the whole build up for the whole day as well on Saturday was going to be absolutely leathered by five oh, yeah. to eight. Yeah. And um, no, it's it's all it's all everyone can talk about. Looking forward. To, I, I keep on you keep on dropping out, Tim. So hopefully it should, hopefully hopefully it's listening okay. Um, let's talk about Chelsea then. Um, very very nice weekend in London had, uh, which was t- rounded off hopefully in, in the perfect fashion, albeit for a, a ninety second minute uh, last ditch equaliser from from Eden Hazard. Um, three people who I've identified of having some excellente games. The Chelsea uh, chef. Yes, he did. He had a fantastic start, middle and finish. To be fair, I mean, I hope, um, I hope people chef. viewed your tweet, which I thought, which portrayed it perfectly. The, this, mm. the size of this buffet. But yes, it's not. It's not just any old food. It's re- restaurant standard gourmet. I mean, I oh, felt, I felt quite was, bad, yeah. really, because I hardly any of it got eaten. What What happens to the rest of it? I, get, I mean, I hope it. I hope. I hope. I hope it has a good home. 
um, because there's only so so much you can fit in your satchel before it starts leaking out of blue cheese sauce. Um, it was beautiful, and, and from, from from our point of view, especially from my point of view, the Mediterranean salads that are there, the it's all pretty good stuff, isn't it? Okay, oh, yeah. rhub- and, and rhubarb not- crumble and custard, and, and that 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 uh, Edwards had maybe well, not that, so much, but goodness me, it's no, but that's, stunning. That, that's it though. It wasn't just fancy stuff. They had sausage rolls, pork pies. Yeah, oh, I was in yeah. Hog, I was in Hogs Heaven. Yeah, hogs absolutely. Heaven, absolutely. But um, no, there, there is a serious point there because I had a few drinks in um, in the nearby bar beforehand. Yeah, I know. I could tell <laughs> After, afterwards, and there's quite a few homeless people around, and it just makes me think, you know. Um, I hope they don't just um, throw it away. No, no. I think, I think from memory, although I don't quote me on it, that there's some kind of scheme where they do they do um, put it back in somewhere. I'm almost certain. I'm almost oh, certain. But it was it is gluttonous. And and look, if me and you were there every other week, goodness me, it'd uh, be game well, over. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, we, we'd be coming in coming in um, in tracksuit tracksuit pants, wouldn't we? With some elasticated bands. <laughs> well, there were a few local journalists. You, you could tell they're there every week. <laughs> oh, yes, there were. And, and some national ones as well. Well, yeah, absolutely. Dis- yeah, disgraceful. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Not mentioning any names. What, the guy the guy who names himself after an animal? Yes, he he, yeah. he, he was. I, I, did, I did see him having yeah. one of the biggest family-sized portions <laughs> of custard and crumble I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire <laughs> life. We won't name him, though. No, no, no. But he's, he names himself after an animal, and that's his. That's his name. There was also a there was also a Sky Sports slash Talk Sport presenter who was who was who was present who was um, enjoying the buffet as well. Shall we say? Who's that? Oh, I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one's listening. <laughs> Does this sound quite creepy, Tim? Yeah, really. You yeah. Wake up yeah, in the middle of yeah the night. Well, the last time we did this, yeah, I was uh, I wet the bed. <laughs> Hot, Roman Sace, excellent yeah. game. Now, we're going to talk about Sace going into uh, Saturday in a bit because I think I think Nuno might have a bit of an interesting conundrum here um, going into Manchester United. We say he won't change it too much, but like I say, we'll, we'll leave that till the end. But for a, for a guy to come in um, with, with suspended Ryan Bennett, I, I thought he did an excellent, excellent job. He did. He did really well. It was the best game he's had at centre-half for, <clears throat> for Wolves, I think. <clears throat> Very busy afternoon up against Hazard with Doherty. They had him on lockdown most of the afternoon. I mean, the goal the goal didn't stem from them two marking him. Obviously, it came from the corner. So, really impressed. Won a lot of headers. Kept his discipline. As for whether he should replace Ryan Bennett, Ryan Benito in the squad for Saturday. I mean, Bennett's excelled himself all season in that position. Um, lots of people saying suggesting he could be called up for England. He's done extremely well. For Sace to have one good game at centre half, when he was covered, let's be honest, there were players all around him. Wolves were very defensive. I'm not saying it wasn't easy, but I'm saying he had a lot of cover. So for for Bennett to lose his place on that, I think would be very harsh. But it's not as as if we haven't seen it before. I no. mean, it's the first one to 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 go out. Normally, is Ryan Bennett when 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 Nuno's got half True. the chance. So you know, it wouldn't be completely out of character from Nuno to, to, to put a bit of a surprise there? No, it wouldn't. And if Sace doesn't play, um, I think he'd be the unluckiest man in the squad because he was man of the match against Cardiff for me. Exceptional. Yep. Mm-hmm. and Or, well, him and Vinagre, rather. And then uh, almost man of the match on, on on Sunday. So, I mean, he's played exceptionally well for two games in a row. I don't think he'll be in the team on Saturday. And if he's not, he'll be incredibly unfortunate. But it's hard to see. It's hard to see who you take out, isn't it? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, while I check the result of the two ten at Cheltenham, please talk about Leander <laughs> Dundonka. Incredible. All this, I don't get all this Cheltenham nonsense. What do you mean you don't get it? Have you ever been to Cheltenham? No. Oh, uh, mate, I'm going to take you next year. I'm what? Gonna, I'm going to... I'm gonna wine and dine you. You will absolutely love it. Where you? Where do you? You, you go to the derby, don't you? I go to the you... I go to the derby pretty much every year. I always yeah. watch the national and have a bet on that. But Cheltenham, tell me, tell me why? Why is why is my timeline full of Cheltenham today? Why is it so? Why is it so good? Are you, well, it's a Cheltenham festival. It's day one of the Cheltenham festival. No, but even, four, even if people aren't event. going, they're still betting on it. So what's of the course, big, what's it, the big it's deal? just a man. It's you know, it's like the first big big. Festival of the year. It's a stunning course, and I mean, I've been to most of the course in the UK. This is as good, if not if not the best, in the country, I think. And I'm I'm talking about. It's just everyone there. The camaraderie, the racing, the horses are stunning. The 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 actual standard is absolutely class one, top draw, um, and they've got the, the the last the last stretch, the final four or five furlongs uphill there's been many a favourite that have just died there because it is a war of attrition you look at the weather today as well with the wind and the driving rain it's everything everything that it should be um, and I think Ruby Walsh won the first race I'm just about to check whether my horse um, run the second let's have a look let's see if it won the second if it didn't, do, do, do you to put out. five grand on this I think if, he, if he's won it he's going he's to run I didn't, out of the building I actually had a £50 pound bet on this but you get a refund if he hasn't won so let me have a look do, did you news let's have a look uh, bear with me, bear with me. I mean, this is great, great radio. Slash well, podcasting. that's what I'm saying. Talk about Leonard and Donker. Uh, d- duck, duck de Genevieris. Yes, take, that's it. Take, won the Arkle with ease. Oh, hello! <laughs> Get in there, baby. Get in I think, there. <clears throat> I think that's how you pronounce it. Pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, it is, yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, duck, I got it six to one. Get a six duck, to one. Duck des Genevieris. That is beautiful, and I get a free fifty pound bet on the next race as well because it won at four to one or bigger <clears> with bet three six five. Just laying it, I'm going I'm I'm to send you that. Um, Everybody's very happy for, uh, happy for you. Anyway, go on. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Um, go, Leonard and Dong had a really good game. Man of the match, baby. He, he was he brilliant. Was uh, Colossus in midfield. Won shed load of tackles. He was everywhere. Very impressed. I mean, he, he didn't really venture forward too much. You know, neither did the team, but. Chelsea got some really good players in that final third and um, <clears throat> he did a lot of mopping up. Very impressed with him. He's He's been a bit of a sensation, really, since he mm-hmm. came into the team at Spurs away, which feels like a long time ago now. He's a, a, I don't think he's had a poor game. Maybe maybe one, but he's been very, very good. Here to stay. Um, I mean, it sounds silly, doesn't it, at this stage? But Everybody was like balking at the 12 million quid, quid fee, especially, you know, as you would do, I guess, after the first 10 games. We haven't even seen the guy, but... But look, this is this is looking every inch twelve million pound bargain bargain of the of the summer really. You're you're absolutely right. It's gone from oh my god, I can't believe we're going to pay this money to oh my god, what a bargain! I mean, it's yeah. a top class young central midfielder, you know, in the Belgium squad, and he's in Wolves' team. He's playing well week after week. I don't think we've even seen the best of him yet, to be honest. I think he could score more goals. I think he could be better on the ball. He's got decent technique. Um, Another another kind of ten games in the in the team, if there is that many for the end of the season, then um, we'll 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 see him in fine fettle. I don't I don't think he's hundred percent match sharp yet, to be honest. So he, mm. there's definitely room for improvement as he adapts to the league as well. So uh, Wolves have potentially got, got a real bargain on their hands here. A- again, excellent recruitment. You you cannot underestimate how good their recruitment has been in the past eighteen months or so no. since since Nuno and Mendes aligned. 
Um, almost almost every signing has, has been a roaring success. You know, mm-hmm. not 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 just okay. You know, mm-hmm. a, roar, a massive success. They've um, it's been it's been exceptional, and a, and a key thing behind Wolves' success. And astonishing as I, as I look at the um, the two fifty at Cheltenham, and I'm about to say that the, the last hot, um, which is Willie Bully, uh, num- number nineteen, um, running the two fifty, is Willie Boy. Is is that is that a sign, Tim? Ooh. Is that a sign? I mean, I'm going to have to put some money on it now, aren't I? If it's too, because I mean, we'll be we'll still be talking is, while is this that, race is, is the, going on. Is that the Racing Post? I can hear you. It is, yes, yes. Um, we used to get a copy delivered here, to, um, a complimentary. Um, I had to buy it now because we got rid of that cost cutting um, about a year ago. Bloody, bloody, bloody credit crunch! <laughs> Damn credit crunch! Forty to one, Willie boy. Um, Forty to one to score the first goal on Saturday as well, because a little five pound bet on him there didn't happen. But another excellent game did the wall have. He was brilliant. My missus won her first ever accumulator the other day. She got Did she? Extremely excited. Did she? I've never, I've never seen her that excited, to be honest. Spurs um, to eat Noki before <laughs> before half-time and after half-time. <laughs> she had uh, Arsenal to beat Man United. Yeah. Liverpool to beat Burnley. Villa to win at Blues. Mm. And Chelsea Wolves draw. Wow, so was, that's a decent accumulator, that. What uh, was that? Uh, I think it was a, a pound for 28 quid. Oh, I thought you got a bit more than that. But that's top draw from Lucy, to be fair to her. She um, she was the only one cheering when Hazard scored the equaliser. <laughs> she was <laughs> up, wasn't she? <laughs> Absolutely loving it. Oh, dear. And my, my missus went to the game where we got, got tickets um, um, to, to Stamford Bridge and not, not, not in a mass, her and a couple of friends. And um, not, not a huge fan when, when four minutes into the game, one guy goes and spews all over um, the the concourse and all over the back of the person next to them, and I mean chops wow. and all, unbelievable that. Two in the afternoon. Absolutely been on it, hasn't he? Been on it like a car bonnet. Well, this is why this is why I'm worried about Saturday. Oh, I mean, mate. you know, you know, you know, what your average football fan is like. They keep the Saturday afternoon free because because there's going to be a match on. They want to get boozing, boozed up, yeah. Yeah, and they, yeah, you get you get guys hammered. Well, look at the Grealish guy. I mean, he's obviously had a few. Uh, that was yeah. at midday. So <clears throat> we'll be having, having a few for the next uh, fourteen weeks, will we, yeah. or seven weeks on, on good behaviour? Um, so it's gonna uh, they're gonna be drinking all day. Town's gonna be absolutely banging, mm-hmm. um, and then it's just gonna make for a proper raucous atmosphere. But it's gonna be feral in the ground. It really, really is. Anyway, I suppose to Willie Bolly here. Yes. He, yes. Yes. He was, he was good. Very, very. Yeah. Again, won a lot of headers. You know, he can He does have a tendency to. Um, Loses concentration at times, but it certainly wasn't the case uh, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. When the remit is purely to defend, he's a very, very, very good defender. Sometimes yeah. he can confuse himself a bit. I think when he's when he's got that line between attacking and defending and giving space or not giving space. But here, you know, sat very deep and repelling everything that, that was thrown his way. Is he Wolves' best defender? Yes, I think so. Yeah, certainly mm-hmm. on his day. Yeah, I'd like him to be a little bit more consistent because. I presume you know that that's why he's at Wolves, though, isn't it? Of course, um, because he hasn't—he's not got that hundred percent consistency. But he's got everything you want. He's—you know—he's he's pretty quick. He's great in the air. He's strong, very good on the ball. Good technique, decent passing range. He's pretty much got everything. But he is prone to those lapses in concentration. So that's—if he—if he eyes that out of his game, then he's—he becomes a top-class Premier League centre half, and we're knocking on the. the door for the France squad if he manages to do that as well. How how much how much is um Willy Bolly worth current market value would you say? Uh, I don't think Wolves would sell him for anything less than twenty three or four million. Really? Wow. Bought him for ten in yeah. his prime. Mm-hmm. What's he, twenty six, twenty seven? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, and not, I mean, not very difficult anyway, because I think everyone played pretty well on on the day. Um, I'm a little bit, little bit disappointed with Ruben Neves. Maybe just maybe losing Hazard for that last goal. Maybe I've been a bit harsh. What do you think? I mean, Connor Cody brought it up afterwards. Actually, when I spoke to him, how you know he he, he was like, we said we said we weren't going to give Hazard or try not to give Hazard any space outside the box, and Neves has has rushed in slightly, and given given Hazard the chance to get half a yard on him and then work the angle for the shot. So I'm sure Neves won't be happy with it or Nuno. You mm-hmm. can't give you can't give Hazard a shot twenty yards from goal. You can't. No. And no. and Neves has allowed him to do that. If, if if that's probably a bit harsh, but that's that's the fact, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It does. But I mean, it's not look, it's not look, it's not the worst error in the world. It's just he's given Hazard half half a sniff, and and that's all that's all he needs, isn't it? But looking at the game as a whole, Tim, I mean, everybody just showed. I mean, the, the players were absolutely devastated at full time walking off that pitch, as you would be. But I mean, goodness me, if you'd given the supporters and the players a 1-1 draw, to be unbeaten in London this season is an unbelievable accomplishment. Yeah, I had... I, yeah, well, um, is Watford in London? Ah, that's an interesting one. Because See, I'm, I would say no. But I, under, I understand why, what, what, what you're saying there. Well, yes. I mean, I mean <laughs> Google says yes. Google says Watford is an English town in the northwest of London. Right. However, people would also say it's in Hertfordshire. Yeah, well, yes. So have Wolves got another London game? Can, can can we have some London people let us know? Yeah, that'd be interesting. But so far, so good in London then. Well, yes. Well, we hope for two more as well, Nathan, don't we? We do. We do very much so. Um, <clears throat> look. It's very impressive. I remember I remember Newcastle went years without winning in London. Um so yeah, because of the quality of teams and the distance to travel and whatnot, it's it's very very difficult to do that. So it's, it's something to be proud of. So in the um, on Wednesday, and this is going to go out on Wednesday. So today, Tim, um, should we put it out today? Should we put it out today or should we put it out tomorrow? It depends. It depends if you've got time and your busy schedule. I can I can I can put it out potentially today. Should we put it out today? Should we put it early? Yes, yes, yes. Put it out. I'm, we'll talk about Cheltenham. Otherwise, the, this would be this would be a day out of you know. Let's let's, let's whop it out. Let's bang it out today. Let's whop it out. In all its glory. Absolutely. Um, Look at this. uh, Tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, (laughs) England announcement. Um, Do you think that this could be the crowning glory for someone like... This could be the greatest day of Cody's life. life. This could be... What would you say, Connor Cody for England? Could it could it happen? Will it happen? Is this the best chance of it happening? <laughs> they um, they haven't got many injuries at the moment. However, there are quite a few players out of form, particularly looking at Burnley, Tarkowski. Mm. Uh, it's it's tough, very 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 tough to know, isn't it? Yeah, I hope so. He deserves it. However, it'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? It would be brilliant. However, you don't want him to be distracted, do you, for this weekend? Well, no. I mean, I, I know I from say. a selfish point of view, you mean? Yeah, but I know Connor's, you know, one of those ultimate professional guys. I'm sure it wouldn't. I'm sure it wouldn't let it affect his game. I mean, he deserves it. He deserves it. He deserves it more than more than others that have been called up this season, in my opinion. However, it's hard to judge because I, I haven't seen Burnley play thirty times this season. I haven't seen Lewis Dunk play thirty times for Brighton. 
it's hard for me yeah. to say, you know, is Connor Cody more more deserving than those players? You know, we all scorn and say, oh, Tarkowski, Lewis Dunk, load of rubbish, etc. Mm. But yeah. we, we can't judge them, can we, fully? Uh, only yeah. only Gareth Southgate and his and his backroom staff can because they'll have watched umpteen videos and and several live matches. However, I mean, he will have seen a lot of a lot. He has probably seen a lot of uh, of Connor Cody. Yeah, totally. He'll have seen a lot of all the players that, that he's judging. Of course, he will. What I would say is that Connor Cody has got better as the season's gone on. He's proven he can handle himself in the Premier League against some top attacking players. Therefore, he would be good enough for international football, which is arguably a step down from the top end of the Premier League. So, if he's played better than some of the other guys, Tarkowski, Lewis Dunk, etc., etc., then yes, he deserves he deserves a call up. Of course, he does. Like, like I've said before, um, Southgate now plays a back four. Cody's mm-hmm. never played a game of professional football at centre half in a back four. Mm-hmm. So, I would be surprised if he goes into a is it a qualifier they've got? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure. First choice centre half. However, does does he does he deserve a call up to? For the recognition and for Southgate to mm. have a look at him, even if he's even if he's you know the extra man in the squad, I'd say probably on the balance balance of it, yeah. It's not going to it's not going to take away his focus from Saturday though, because obviously he'll go if if he did get the England call, which would be fantastic for the city, fantastic for him, fantastic for the club. He'll obviously go after the game on, on Saturday, so no, but you know, it, I don't think it would distract no, him too I'm much. I'm just saying it would, would it would be a massive distraction, but proudest moment of his life. Whereas all he want, all all Wolves want him to be concentrating on is Man United. I'm not. I'm not saying it would be any issue whatsoever. Just mm-hmm. throwing it. Just throwing it out there. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I like it. That's fine. Um, look, before we go into questions this week, I'm going to change it up, Tim, because you said you've got some cracking emails Ooh. from the peeps. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll go crazy, crazy, and go emails first this week. I've got some good ones this week. Good. Yeah, I've got some good ones. I'm going to start with <clears throat> some fantastic news. We have a new member mm-hmm. of the podcast family. A new and member his, of the podcast family. His name is Thomas Joseph Bromley. Oh, Bromers, massive. Yes, congratulations. I did see that. What, what, Bromers, a, what a top man. Who was one of the stars of the last live podcast through many some, would say many <clears throat> would say the star due to yeah. due to the two idiots that were on stage. <laughs> through through some flames at, at Luke Hatfield, I think is how the mm. kids say, maybe something mm. like that. Anyway, he can't make it to this one as he's already told us into next week's live podcast because having a beer. Well, um, well. Well, can he now? Uh, he's not suggesting that he will. However, <laughs> now and Baby has said come out. I mean, Brommers has done has done ninety five percent of the work there, and um, he will need a break. Um, give it to the missus for a chance. You know what I mean? Um, and and I, I say, I say we should start a campaign to give Bromley two and a half hours off on on next Tuesday night. <laughs> he um, Bromley insists in his email that. The initials TJ from Ooh. Thomas Thomas Joseph are not inspired by <laughs> Tim and Judah. Tim Judah. Um, however, he's tweeted a lovely and ad- adorable picture, possibly my favourite ever picture that anyone's ever sent us, of his two-year-old small boy, small human, listening to our podcast. Oh, what a picture. I mean, I feel very, very sorry for this young rapscallion. Um, having to listen to you say the S-H-I-T word twice <laughs> last week. But anyway, that's, uh, that's hey, that's Bromley's, that's that's the way he wants to be a parent. So, I can um, just, I can just see it now, um, Bromers in, 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 you know, in nine months time or a year's time, where I don't know about kids or when they start talking, Dada, Dada, <laughs> Bromers saying, Dada, Dada, Joe, and, and the, his first words are, Oh! <laughs> 
<laughs> Very good. Uh, no, congratulations. So, yeah, congratulations. I'll tweet out that picture as he's given me permission to do so. so Hatfield, Hatfield wasn't particularly pleased um, <laughs> that, that, that he had the baby early because he, you know, he thought he'd um, got a bit of a night off from Abuse of the Week Live. Um, but, but now he's, he's slightly concerned. Mike Allen has also mm. emailed. Mm. Is it just a coincidence that every photo or video of the pair of you has you standing in alphabetical order? Anton Deck always did the same, and it must have been exhausting to travel around like that as conjoined twins, um, which probably explains why one became so exhausted he could barely stand up at all. It's a bit defamatory. Um, what, what would happen? I'll stop there. What would happen if you reversed positions? Would it jeopardise your chances of future media awards? Would it change polarities? Oh God! Oh, like wow. something in an episode of Doctor Who. Or would it just get you slapped on the wrists by the editor of the Express and Star? Just wondering, Mike Allen. Uh, Judah, this is all you, so can you explain it, please? Um, well, we did try it once to, to go on the other side, but I do feel comfortable with, 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 with you on my left. I don't know why. Maybe, I, maybe I, it's nothing to do with sides or, or, or good sides or bad sides. Like I, I know that uh, my, my, my other half does. She's like, oh, get me on this side. I don't like that side or whatever. I just feel very, very much more comfortable from a, from a two-shot pointing with you on my left. I don't know why. I think in pre-season once we'd change, and I, I couldn't do it. It messed with my head. I was uncomfortable. I was sweaty. I was clammy. So I just feel now, for, with you to my left, with me to my right, I think um, that's just the way that I want it to be. It's, I think it's very much a comfort zone for me. You normally don't mind which way it happens, to be honest. Do you, you don't mind doing what position you mean? Craig Maudsley mm. comes in with we used to criticise Nuno for not having a plan B as far as I can work out he has now covered at least four letters of the alphabet plan A dominate possession in midfield and score via service from the wing backs yeah. plan B Leicester at home just keep running and scoring don't worry about defending mm-hmm. plan C Chelsea away stay in your own half for the entire game and score with one shot Plan D, Cardiff at home, drop your five best players and win at a canter anyway. Uh, which of these plans D, would you expect D. Nuno to employ against Man United in the Cup? Good question. But emails really are stuff. way better than the questions this week. I'm just saying, sorry, sorry, <laughs> no, sorry it's, tweeters. It's a good crop of emails this week. Very good. I would say it'll be Chelsea. It'll be a more attacking version of Chelsea away. Okay. I think, although Man United like to sit deep on the counter as well, so... Could be a bit of a chess game in that regard, but I can't. I can't see Wolves opening up and going for it from the throat. What do you think, Judah? No, I think so too. Um, I think he'll keep it pretty tight. I, I, I hate to say this, but I think it might not be the best watch in the world, especially for the first forty-five to fifty minutes. I think it'll open up second half. I think all will depend on on who's back for Manchester United and the way that they play. Um, but I think that they'll want to keep it tight, similar potentially to the Chelsea start we saw, which wasn't the most enthralling 45 minutes in the world. And whether it's on BBC, on primetime or whatever, Nuno won't give a crap about it. He'll just want to make sure that he gets the... Um, Excuse me. He'll just want to make sure that they get the job done by hook or by crook. And look, no, hang, on, hang on, hang what? on. What? Just hang on. What? I what? need to have a word with you about this. What? Right, we're, we're a family podcast. So yes. We're not, but we, you know, we sort of are. Well, uh, you've you said on Tuesday night. You've gone very casual with your swearing these days. Su- Susie Perry, name drop, uh, picked you up on this on Twitter the other day, and she's right to do so. Sorry, I'm sorry, Susie. You're very sweary these days. I oh, think I'm, I'm just in a comfort zone, Tim, and you know, sometimes if I'm passionate about something, sometimes you know, I'm going to drop the odd profanity. I don't think crap is a, is a profanity, Stop though. I think it's it. just. What were you? I don't think it is, though. I don't think it is. I ju- you know, I just feel that you know the peeps know. 
um, you know, the, the language we use here, which I think is, is very much fine. And sometimes we have the odd, odd little, you know, slip. Um, you'll know all about that. And um, if so, so be it. Oh, Do you want me to cut what it out? What do you think, to be honest? Boom, <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, we'll try and rein it in. Yeah, sorry, Susie. <laughs> sorry, Susie. Um, another good one from James Allen. Oh. Who lives in Rome. Rome? Yes, Rome. In Italy. Italy? Yes, in Italy. Uh, <laughs> dear Tim and Nathan, I was interested to listen to you discussing possible European destinations should Wolves mm. qualify for next season's Europa League. I noticed, Tim, that you expressed a preference for a trip to Italy. There is a possibility that Wolves could be travelling to the Eternal City to face Roma next season, which would be quite fitting as the Giallo Rossi are also known as I Lupi, the Wolves. Wow. However, Rome is a dangerous place. The Puncicate is a traditional way for the Roma Ultras to welcome away fans to the city by stabbing them in the buttocks. Wowza. Should Wolves make it to the Olympico, Tim, I res- might I respectfully suggest that you lay off the knocky and follow Nathan's example of eating light. As they say, you don't have to be able to outswim the shark, just your buddy. From oh. James Allen in Rome, thank you very much. Thank you very much, I like that, I like that a lot. I have been thinking a lot about Europe, probably too much. Okay. There's just loads of places I want to go. Uh, is are you getting a bit of pressure from the other half to say if if you if Wolves gone European Troy, I'd like I'd like to to tag along. Has that has that uh, has that has that come up come up yet? Yeah, a bit. Yeah, it was yours. Yeah. 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 I just try and move move the subject on, and you know, said you fancy going for a coffee or something. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, James Allen has also sent another another good email. Um, I don't think he's emailed us before, but he's coming with two bangers this week. Mm, he mm. says, I'm a little concerned about the plight of the work experience lad who featured on episode 112. Is he spending his work experience tied up and blindfolded in the ENS basement? Oh, Apart no. from Nathan expressing some concerns about his hydration, there seems to be scant regard for his welfare. There are <laughs> EU rules governing this kind of thing. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, that reminds me. We've got a work experience kid in, and I forgot to tell him. I was supposed to tell him that we were going to do this podcast. I haven't told oh, him. Oh, nah. Oh, he's okay. He's okay. He'll probably be enjoying surfing the web, doing something boring. It's fine. Gareth um, Ratty uh, sends a good email as well. He loved the result against Chelsea. felt it was very mm, fair. Mm. Uh, we know Lu- Nuno. Luno loves Nuno. a good squad. Yes. If we get into Europe, would you think we would either replace six or seven of the first teamers with upgraded versions of what we have or get another three to five quality players and make the squad bigger? Uh, interesting. I good question. I think the latter. I think so too. Given Judah's affluent lifestyle, wow, has he heard and tasted Percy pigs that are sold at Marks and Spencers? They are one of the things I miss the most living in the U.S. of A. Uh, do you know what? I have tasted Percy pigs um, on more than one occasion. I do go for the veggie pigs rather than the um, the gelatini, you know, real pig ge- situations. And um, they are delicious, actually. I, I don't mind having two or three on a on, on a long journey, but nothing more. Just to juice the sugar content, as you can understand. Rice. Mm-hmm. I do like I'd, from from my point from a Marks and Spencer's point of view. I'd rather go for a sushi wrap and a, and a little a little um, kind of wasabi peas, which are delicious, by the way. Okay, mm-hmm. that's answered that. Um, he also says I can't help but think that if Judah was in a boy band, mm-hmm. it would have been Westlife. Oh, see I saw that. I saw attached. that picture. I did have see you seen that picture. I've just sent you on WhatsApp as well. Yeah, I, I saw it. It's absolutely a genius picture. To be fair, it's brilliant. I'll be tweeting out of the podcast. Oh, excellent news! Can't wait to see that. <laughs> There's a reason why I didn't tweet it out. <laughs> Superb. And finally, from Paul Mansell, one of our favourites. Oh our yes, regulars. PM. 
Hello both. I've had the Connor Cody song stuck in my head all day. The one about him being the leader of our pack and hating the Albion, the Villa and the Blues. Mm. I found myself singing it out loud while doing the washing up, when driving and when seeing his name mentioned on Twitter. I wondered if this happens to you. Any songs in particular? People at work get annoyed when I get the Cavalero song in their heads, especially as they don't support Wolves. See you at the podcast, Paul. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I totally, I get the Cavalero song in my head all the time. Once it starts, you can't stop. Like like the Pringles. Like the Pringles, yeah. Plenty of plenty of um, like the Pringles stackers. slash stackers questions from last week as well coming in. Uh, yeah, the Cavalera song. Um, we are I get uh, well. We are wolves. Get out of my head. Like we are wolves. We are wolves. We are wolves. No, you do. Okay. Which my Man United supporting friend of mine the other day said is a really good song. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, several to be honest. Uh, mm. Oh, oh, Jan Matinia. Oh, I was I was singing that on top of my voice the other night after a night out in Birmingham. With a bunch of 17-year-old grebs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were a few around on Saturday. Oh, uh, were there? Did, did, you get, did you get stopped? Oh, Sunday night, got on a train, um, going to back to Birmingham. Oh, goodness me. Go on. Oh, I mean, there was a four of smashed Wolves fans. And I mean... Smashed. They were that smashed. They didn't even know who I was, Tim. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> uh, but I mean, this was proper special brew smashed. Special and brew it was. Smashed. If I hear another rendition of Sweet Caroline <laughs> in the year 2025, it'll be too soon. I um, I saw a, I saw a group of fine young men in snobs on Friday. Was um, but one of them I've got to say from, who works at Westminster Safari Park. I forget his name, but he gave me his card. Um, Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> One of my favourite gladiators, actually, he was. <laughs> One of Ulrika Johnson's as well. Ooh, hey. Ooh, hey. Um Oh, yeah. Well, wait, let's move on. <laughs> very, very good. Uh, right, okay. Uh, i got some Twitter questions. <laughs> uh, Twitter questions, right. Let's have a look. Um <clears throat> So, yeah, they're not very good ones this week, actually. I'm just you would say this. Jackie, um, if rumours are to be believed, there is, there is interest from other clubs in Raul Jimenez. Do Wolves have the first refusal in the summer, or do another club, can, can another club beat us to signing him if they are to offer more than the £30 million figure suggested? I don't believe so. It's a contractual agreement, sort of set in stone, really. Wolves, Wolves have an option to buy him for X amount of money, which is about £30 million. Right, OK. Okay, I, I, uh, it's a difficult one. I mean, there there are always ways and means around it. I mean, Wolves Wolves signed Johnny in January when they weren't supposed to, and um, as soon as that was supposed to be the end of the season, sorry, something mm. unbelievable is happening on Doctors. It's, someone's being held hostage. I think. I feel there's an explosion. Is there's a gas canister <laughs> in the basement? Um, so I, I don't know. There are probably ways and means around it and out of this stuff. But Wolves have got a first option, and he looks happy to stay. So I'd expect it to go through. Okay. Um, Rob Cartwright did a litter pick at the weekend and my wife found a plastic drinks bottle filled with yellow liquid. So just wondering if you've ever been to Southall, Tim. <laughs> Very good. Is that, uh, I presume that's harking back to a few weeks ago when I revealed a weed in a bottle. You did weed in a bottle, yes, to be fair. Um, that Probably one of the one of the all-time best podcast moments for me, um, that's... I've got, um, better, I've got sh- better stories than that, to be honest. I'll just start sharing, shouldn't I? Well, yeah, sharing is caring, absolutely. Um, uh, Hinky Hinky 2, are we fit for Chelsea's position in the top six? 
Sorry, no transfers. Abramovich selling Hazard on his bike? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Could, you know, let's say Wolves do finish seventh this year, which would be an unbelievable achievement. Um, and they've got this transfer ban. Could Wolves look towards the top six? Well, that's the aim, isn't it? I mean, mm. I was just speaking to some, to some uh, mates about this the other day after the Chelsea game. Um, Arsenal, Man United fans, they, they, all, they all think it's not beyond the realm's possibility if Wolves get in the top six. I mean, if, if Wolves can become consistent against the teams in the bottom half of the table and combine that with what they've been doing this season against the big six, then, then they can get in there. I mean, you, you're, already, you're already looking, right? Uh, if they'd got if they'd got six points against Huddersfield, which of course they should have done, mm. then they'd be seven behind Chelsea and eight behind Man United. Yeah, and then you look at uh, Cardiff away, mm. Fulham away. There would be another five points if they'd won those two. And but then you look at right some of the games it. where they've, they've got it from last minute, or they're a bit lucky as well. So it evens out, doesn't it? Do you know there what is I mean? that. There is that. But I, I do expect them to improve. I do expect the squad to improve. I expect mm. the players already here to improve. Mm-hmm. As long as Nuno stays, then I can see them getting better next season. Whether that's enough to reclaim, you know, the massive points difference between the the two uh, remains yeah. to be seen. But there's there's every there's every chance, and that's what they'll be aiming for. David Ellerton, could we see interest in Diogo Jota uh, from big teams, the way that he's playing and his age, he would be perfectly suited for the Spanish league. Not that I would ever want to lose him, he says. He would, but I mean, he's already been to Atletico, what, second best team in Spain at the moment. Uh, They were happy to let him go. And I can't see him going to Barcelona or Real Madrid, so I don't think he would go to any other club in Spain apart from the top two. Okay. Um, Andrew Humphreyson um, says, not a Triori hater, but... <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he was at fault for the Hazard goal? Was always in that position when he came out, but was too deep in that incident. Maybe a wrong sub by Nuno. Obviously brought him on to stretch play, but maybe Cav would have been the better option at that point. Yeah, there was probably no need to bring Triori on. Was there in the 89th minute or whatever it was? Um... Wolves weren't really attacking at that point. Maybe just just to help them get up the field a little bit. But I mean, they were they were so good at defending for 80, 89 minutes or whatever it was mm. that there probably wasn't any need to send him on. He can be a bit of a liability. Let's be honest. Yeah, um, Gumplock at Gumplock says, uh, "Was Inchenko right not to sign for us? Now he's getting a decent looking at Manchester City and looks good. I mean, he has to be fair to me. He's he's kind of nailed down that left wing back slot and he's playing." Um, even though Pep rotates pretty much every week, he seems to be a, a fixture. He's yeah, he played played in the League Cup final. Um, Men- Mendy's injured, isn't he? So I mean, you, I, I, th- I think that worked out pretty well for everybody. Really, I don't think as soon as he was messing Wolves around, you know, a considerable yeah. amount. I don't think he was the kind of player you want in their squad. Uh, he's played twenty five games all season, including internationals. I mean, you know, twenty two. Arguably, he's be playing more than that. Still only yeah. made thirteen starts in the league for City in his whole career, but whatever. No, I don't think he's. I don't think he's uh, the right man for Wolves. Okay, good stuff. Um, thank you very much for your tweets and your beautiful emails this week. And of course, the next time that we'll be we'll be doing a question answer session, Tim will oh be. Oh my god! Will be. Oh my god! Um, at the uh, the Pavilion Club, um, Stafford Road, two thousand and nineteen, <laughs> Tuesday, March the nineteenth. It'll be better than this. <laughs> uh, look, seven o'clock start live podcast. We've got loads of tickets sold. There's only a few left. Please come and join us. Me and Tim and Bully and Tomo 
what more can you want? Um, doors open at 6.15. Make sure you are, you are there at 6.15 uh, to get the best seats in the house. There's a bar if you get there earlier to the right-hand side as you come in. You can have a couple of drinks there as well. We want you merry. We want you happy. We want you loud. There's lots of surprises. There's lots of fun things that are going to be going on on the night. I think everybody will have a great, great time and only 10 quid. Tim, take it away. I mean, you've nailed it. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be... A very fun evening, yeah, lots of content, lots of surprises, lots of laughs, lots of beer. Yep. Going to be good. And food. Um, What's happening with food, Judy? Food, food, yes, there is, there is some food available. I know that some people were um, coming straight from work and needed a bit of a bite to eat and, um, you know, we weren't getting out there till 10.30. This one will run a little longer because um, of our special guests. Uh, but we have got some food that is available from 6.15 until the start. We've got some beautiful chicken and chips um, or some scampi and chips as well. They all are available um, from the room and I think they are the beautiful price of £4.95. Cheap bar as well. It could be a very good evening. So if you do need a little bit of sustenance, then that is there for you. Um, so Tim, you're going to take advantage of that? Maybe maybe try and try and ask if they can do a freebie for you pre-pre-pre-game? Uh, I'll have a free bottle of Malbec if there's any going. Oh, yeah. And I'm uh, very, very happy that there's three bottles of Moe Chandon in the facility as well. <laughs> um, well I'm slightly worried they might get sold out because there's, um, there's, there's crown green bowling on before us and some, some maypole uh, dancers as well. So I'm slightly worried that they might be sold out by the time we get there on the 19th. I mean, there is legitimately uh, Tai Chi on before us, isn't there, on the day? Le- legit, legit Le- literally Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Yeah. Um, yeah, so once the, ta- once the Tai Chi's finished, we can set up the room. We're uh, going to be in there early on that Tuesday, so maybe you can um, um, put a few videos onto Insta um, from Tai Chi as they Definitely. as warming That's up. That's a good shout. That is a good shout. Okay, yeah, no, um, yeah, still tickets left, but not many. So if, if you do want to come, um, like I said, it's going to be a great night. We can't wait. Um, we hope to put on a great show for you. Special charity auction as well. Now, we, we put this as a bit of a surprise last time, but we have, um, um, luckily enough, um, put a story out today saying that there will be a surprise auction or surprise-ish auction. I guess it's not a surprise now. Um, with four beautiful lots um, in the second half, all the all the proceeds going to Cure Leukemia. The first one will be to attend a pre-match press conference with myself and Tim. Um, shake Nuno's hand to come with us, um, have a coffee beforehand, a bit of a chat, um, and come and watch us do our thing afterwards as well in an analysis video. Um, Glenn Aston went to the last one and had a really good day, I think. So um, that is a lot that will be available on the night for you to bid on. Uh, the second one is Come on the Wolves podcast, as Andrew MacArthur did. I'm, I'm just going just gonna to get a quick drink while you're doing this. Okay, as, as Andrew MacArthur did, he, um, he came in. Uh, you're going to come and have lunch with me and Timothy Spears. Um, we'll have a little Marxist Spencer's luncheon. We'll come on and be part of the show um, and as we broadcast to, to our three, four, five thousand 5,000 listeners each week. So that will be a fantastic lot as well. Um, you can also win a personalised signed shirt from Steeple. He will write beautiful. any message you want him to on a beautiful new wolf shirt. And Mr. Ruben Neves, ever heard of him? He's going to be available to sign it as well. And also our beautiful sponsors, and I mean our beautiful sponsors, Wolverhampton Building Supplies, who um, sponsor this uh, Wolves podcast. They are putting out two executive box tickets um, to join them at a match in the future. That's full VIP package. That's parking. That's uh, that's four or five course meal, uh, meet and greet, everything. Simon and his team will look after you. The, the food is great, I and mean, he'll definitely be topping up your wine glass. I guarantee you that. Um, so, so four brilliant, brilliant prizes. And like I say, 
The best thing is they all go towards cure leukemia, every single penny. I think we raised 750 odd quid last uh, last podcast. So, um, yes, come. You don't need to bring the cash on the night. I don't want you bringing in loot bags and dollar sign bags. We'll sort that out afterwards, but make sure you are there to bid on, on some fantastic money can't buy experiences, Tim. Are we sell in the Abuse of the Week mugs as well. We are selling the Abuse yes. of the Week mugs, yes. Uh, um, not many left, um, so they will be available for for purchase for five English pounds. Um, there's some good abuse on there if you want to wake up and cash laugh. Cash only. But a bit of a giggle. Yeah, that is cash only, five quid. Um, then, uh, then, then wake up and have your morning coffee and, and giggle at some of the, the, the real abuse that Timothy Spears has. Now, we haven't got Abuse of the Week this week. We're saving it all up for next Tuesday, so if you need your fill... Just come for that. Just come for the second half. Come for the last 10 minutes, because that could be the best 10 minutes going. We shall see. Uh, Righty-ho. So, um, let's talk about Manchester United, Tim. Um, Massive game. You've said it's the biggest one-off game in eight years. Is that correct? I I believe so. Yeah. I I believe so. The the Blackburn Survival Sunday, 2011. Wolves had to win to stay up. Well, they mm-hmm. didn't win, but they did stay up in the end of the day. Um, I've heard some people say it's the biggest game of 25 years. Really? Um, best part of a quarter of a century since the last last time they got last time they were in the FA Cup semi-finals. Well, you know, we can we can talk about how big it is to the Kalska moment. The fact is, it's a massive, 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 massive game, mm-hmm. and Wolves had the chance to to create history. And this whole cup has opened up this year. You know, we all expect Man City to beat Swansea, but you never know. Um, Wolves can end up getting Millwall in the semi-finals. Game from Wem- game from the final at Wembley. It's just it's dreamland yeah. stuff, really. And the 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 best thing for me is is that whenever Wolves have gone into this really really big FA Cup games in the past kind of twenty years or so, when they've played Man United or you know Chelsea in the fifth round or Arsenal in the semi-finals mm-hmm, nineteen ninety eight, mm-hmm. they've always been or Chelsea in the quarters nineteen ninety three I think it was. They've always been massive underdogs. They've always been in the league below. It's always been, oh, you know, the, the Wolves have got to score first, or they'll or they'll lose this one, or sure. you know, oh, let, let's we've got to keep it tight for the first twenty minutes, you know, because otherwise they could give us a spanking. It's not the case now, you know. Wolves are legitimately the seventh best team in the land, mm-hmm. and they've already held Man United this season. They've already beaten Chelsea, they've already beaten Spurs, they've already beaten a young Liverpool side. You know, they 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 have a very very good chance of winning this game, and that's what's so exciting. And yes, I know it's daunting. However, Wolves Wolves are in this competition to win it. They've been in it to win it since the third round when they were yeah. already kind of seventh favourites. You've got to beat these teams if you're going to win the competition. And I would much, much rather have Man United come to town on a, on a Saturday night. It's going to be mm-hmm. absolutely packed at Molyneux. That home mm-hmm. factor is going to be massive. It's going to be a, a big factor for Wolves. The Molyneux crowd, the atmosphere, the lights. Wolves are very good at home. I'd much rather play them at Molyneux than, than in a semi at Wembley. So... Yes, Man United favourites, but yes, Wolves have, do have a good chance of winning this game. How do they go about winning the game? I mean, United can be got at. They have they have got frailties in defence. If you can isolate them, I mean, they, they, they can be quite a defensive team. You know, we saw against PSG just how defensive they can be. Um, and trying to hit teams on the counter, I think Lindelof can be got at. I think Ashley Young can be got at. It's just a matter of getting enough numbers upfield quickly. You know, against Chelsea, they really, really struggled to get the ball upfield. You know, Chelsea had Kante and Jorginho and Azpilicueta. You know, not not very attack-minded players. Plus, two very good centre halves. Thought Rudiger was very good. So that so they really struggled to move the ball upfield and get enough guys up there. 
that's that's that can't be the case against Man United. You know, they can't have one shot in this game. So it's a matter of being de- defensively very very well organised. Rashford, Lukaku, in particular the main the main two threats. Pogba as well, of course. You know, are they going to are they going to put a man on Pogba? Mm. What plans have they got for him? And who would you put? Who? What man would you put on him then? Would you put a Den Donker on him? Perhaps, or maybe if maybe if Sace is in the field, I don't know. Someone who would go maybe man to man, so to speak. But they haven't really done that against the big the big players this season, have they? No, they haven't because they like to express themselves and do their own thing and, and impose themselves on mm. on the other team, no matter who they are, you know. So it's, it's obvious that they're the three obvious threats. They've got to, they've got to, they have got to keep it tight at the back and try and hit them on the counter. We've we've seen it time and again that they, that they can do that. They did it at Old Trafford as well. So the the two the front two have got to be on it, absolutely on it, and capitalise on any mistakes that United may uh, may present to them. I think that was the good thing really to come out from the game. Okay, he wasn't on the pitch when they when they when they equalised Chelsea, but Jota came off um, and didn't look like he had a knock either. It was just you know he was obviously shattered. He worked his worked his socks off. Um, so from a team point of view, how do you think they'll line up? I think it'll be as expected, which would be Ruddy in goal, and then your normal your normal outfield ten of, of recent weeks, which would be. Bennett, Cody, Bolly, back three. Mm-hmm. Matinho, Neves, Dendonka, midfield. Johnny and Doherty, and then Jota and Jimenez up front. I think that's how he'll go. I don't think he's going to spring a surprise on us. You don't know. I don't think so. There, like I said, Sace would be incredibly unlucky not to play. Sace. Yeah, yeah. he would be. I, yeah. Oh, so you mean you mean you mean just just okay? He'd be very unlucky not to play, but I don't think he will. I think right. Bennett will come back in, mm-hmm. and Ruddy's obviously in goal. They've stated it time and again. So. Yeah. Now, Manchester United. I mean, you kind of predicted a little bit, saying that they might be on the down, on the down low um, after the the Champions League game and the Arsenal game. Now they have lost. They did lose to Arsenal, and, and to be honest, God, I wish that game was was when they played Arsenal because that's the perfect time to get them after the high of of, of that Champions League comeback and 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 obviously ravaged by injuries. It was almost a perfect time to play them. They might. Have a one or two back for this game, and it being with a, with a, with international break straight afterwards as well. You think that they'll go as full strength than they would possibly put out? I think um, Ander Herrera should be back um, in the squad for the game. That doesn't really doesn't really scare me too much. But I think Lingard and Mata will be the two who will still be missing. Uh, any team news that you're getting from your end? Uh, I've not I've not seen any, but yeah, Ling- Lingard and Mata are kind of doubts for that game. Uh, due back any kind of time now, really. Yeah, Herrera, as you say, Phil Jones, Darmian, Valencia, they're all kind of coming back, really. So, But they, they proved at PSG away that they had 10 players out injured and, and they still won the game, didn't they? Mm. So it's only Sanchez who's out, but I don't, th- I don't think he's a big loss anyway. I'd rather him play, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's going to be a fantastic occasion. Thoroughly looking forward to it. The crowd, the city will be absolutely buzzing. You will be buzzing. You'll be in the hogshead from about one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> um, and uh, look, it's going to be it's going to be a special a special atmosphere. It's Wolverhampton Wanderers. It's Manchester United. Can we have a prediction, please, Mr. Tim Spears? Uh, I've got a prediction that you'll be in in the hogs in the. Um in Pop World at one in the morning. I will be. Dancing, I will be dancing, in Pop dancing World. Dancing to the Macarena. I mean, you've stated many times you're very keen to go. I will be going. Are you going to come to Pop World with me? No. Whoa, 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 whoa! You said that you would come if we won. Then we come. 
I can't stand Pop World. No offense, oh, Pop on. World. I know you've started following lots of Wolves people on Twitter, and you, you want everyone to be there. The Wolves who, who, who have they started following Wolves people on Twitter? The Wolves groundsman is keen to go. I saw um, Adam Price from the Fancast last night. He's he's keen to go. <laughs> I am not keen. Why? It's we terrible had a, in there. We had, a, we, had a great, we had a great time last time after the... When did we go out? Oh, was it after the did podcast? Nathan? Well, I remember, I, from what I remember of it, yes, it was, it was brilliant. <laughs> Apple, Apple sour was on us. Well, we had our four, four bags of equipment that we had to get signed in. Uh, where can I put this laptop, please? Um, <laughs> checked into the... Uh, Checked into the checked into the cloakroom. Um and well I'd be very disappointed if you don't come with me to Pop World. Please come. Um, I'll buy you first seven drinks. Wow. Seven drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Judging by that, that horse that came in. <laughs> um eight drinks. We'll s- <laughs> no, no, because if we win, I'm going to have absolutely loads of work to do on Sunday. Well, we, yeah, well, we, yeah, but the game finishes at what time? So, ten o'clock. After extra we're gonna time, we're going to be, we're going to be, we won't be leaving. Okay, extra time. Okay, we won't be leaving and going into Pop World until probably just short of one a.m. So, but that's when that's when it's at its best. <laughs> How do you know? straight walking straight into Bewitched? Happy days. Uh-oh. What time's Pop World open till? What? Oh, what, what, uh, 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 uh. Uh oh. I say, um, what um, what time does Pop World open till? I would, I would predict about three o'clock. Oh, there you go. Then happy days. We get the last two hours. VIP area. It's all sorted out. We'll see how it goes. Okay, sounds good. Hundred percent in Pop World. <laughs> um, right. So give me a prediction, please, Bebe. After extra time, two one yeah. to Wolves. Do you want me to do you want to tell us now what your actual real prediction is? What's funny? Not your podcast prediction. No, genuinely. Really? Yeah. You think you're gonna win now, do you? Mm-hmm. Okay. You? Two nil wolves. Right, we will see you all oh, on Brilliant. Oh, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to explain that one, we does he? See you That's all an in joke. We will see you all on Saturday night. That's what he was saying earlier. Saturday night. <laughs> and we'll see you live and in person uh, Tuesday, March the 19th, hopefully celebrating getting to Wembley. Seven o'clock, we'll see you at our next 114th live episode of the ENS Wolves podcast. From me, from Tim, take care. Bye bye. <laughs>